0: Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. How do you prepare for a journey? Do you have a particular ritual or routine before going on a long trip? After deciding or being told where you are going, you might buy a plane ticket, or check the tires on your bicycle, or find your destination on your GPS, or, perish the thought, find it on a paper map. You might fill up your car with gasoline. You might consider the timing and logistics of your journey, when to start driving, when to leave for the airport, where to stay. You hold the mail and drop the pet off at the vet, and you make sure the lawn will be cared for. And then there is the most important step, packing. For me, packing is a very stressful ritual because I'm always paranoid that I'm going to forget something. I check the weather report and make sure that I'm bringing the right kind of clothes and outerwear. I examine the agenda for the trip, see whether or not I need to bring my, my swim trunks or uh, a, what kinds of shoes or perhaps even a coat and tie. I rifle through my dop kit to make sure I have those three-ounce containers of shampoo and toothpaste, no larger. And I gather all of my gizmos and gadgets and their chargers and adapters, because heaven forbid I be without one of my gizmos for a moment. And then I assemble all these items on the bed in neat little piles next to my suitcase, and I pile them all in, and I squish them in and zip it closed I take my bag and I put it by the door. Now I am ready to go. But when I put that bag down on the floor next to the door, I always ask myself, why do journeys, why are they so stressful to prepare for? Why do we go through so much effort to plan and ponder and pack so that we might anticipate every possible need? What do we fear might happen if we got caught away from home without a particular item? In the great abundance that we share, is there really any danger or any great consequence if we forget a tie or bring the wrong kind of shoes? While in some cases a forgotten something like medicine or something might be consequential, in most situations... If we forget something, the world will not come to an end. So I sense a little packing anxiety from the disciples in today's gospel. Jesus tells them that they are going on a journey, but he tells them not to pack anything. And this is not a vacation. This is not some pleasure excursion, some jaunt to the beach for the weekend. This is a critical mission to Christ's work. And they are going out to do nothing less than declare that the kingdom of God has come near. But Jesus instructs them to bring nothing for their journey. No purse, no bag, not even sandals. No food, no maps, no walking around money, no books, and no phone. How did they do this? How did they even survive? I believe the disciples are mentioned later in Scripture, so they had to get through this somehow. To discover their secret, we can turn back to the Gospel. For one, Jesus sends them out in pairs. And we we must note that they are never alone in their endeavors. They are not sent out and expected to do all of these things on their own or of their own accord. But they will always have each other. And even the impossible seems possible with a good friend at your side. Second, the disciples accomplished much on their journey because this was so much more than a simple stroll around the corner. This was a sacred journey. It is no coincidence that Jesus' instructions to bring no bag or money or sandals parallels the instructions that a worshiper would receive when they entered the temple in Jerusalem. The disciples would have picked up on this connection and realized that this was no ordinary trip Jesus was sending them on. Instead, this, wor- this journey was worship. This journey was with and towards God. This same journey also translated as way in the original Greek. This was the way that John the Baptist was preaching about when he said, make way, make straight the way of the Lord. This is the journey that Thomas asked about when he said to Jesus, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus responded, I am the way and the truth and the life. This is not just some trip. This is not just a walk. This is worship, this is sacred, and this is most definitely with God. So the question is asked, are we prepared to take a sacred journey with Christ? Are we prepared to abandon the comfortable, let go of our need to be in control, and not know exactly where we are going Can we leave behind our purse and our sandals and walk out into the world to do God's work? Many of us, myself included, would respond, no, but we do not feel like we have the capacity or the patience or the talent or the courage to partake of such a great journey. But the good news this morning is that Christ instructs us not to bring anything because Christ will provide everything for us. For Christ, as the psalm sang today, holds our souls in life and will not allow our feet to slip. I wonder if that verse was in the heart and mind and prayers of those grave folk gathered in Philadelphia 240 years ago. John Cavanaugh, a Roman Catholic priest and theologian, reflecting on this morning's gospel, wrote this, Who will truly harvest the mystery of our redemption? Will it be the likes of me, so prone to place my trust in trinkets rather than my God? Or will it be a traveler so light and unburdened that all around imagine nothing more wondrous than to rely on a God who would carry us in his arms? Our journey with God may be small or large. Our journey may be short or long. Our journey may be a physical journey, but it also might be a journey of the mind and soul. Our journey can be as simple as a kind word, as important as relief across the world, as monumental as building a nation, as difficult as changing a heart. But regardless of the path, the journey is a sacred one. The journey is a worshipful one. And Jesus will provide all that we need. We need not pack a thing, not even a tie or a gizmo. And when we are finished, we will be amazed at what we have accomplished. And Christ will say to us, rejoice, for our names are written in heaven. Amen.